0: salvation. Vielen Dank.
1: And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David the Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you: you shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes lying in a manger. And suddenly. There was to the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem, and see this thing which has Which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste.
2: May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. Amen. Diplomacy is the management of relationships between two parties. Are foreign to one another. When we think of diplomacy, we usually think of ambassadors, those who represent their country's interests to another country. In the world of diplomacy, great meaning is attached to the smallest of things. Every gesture, every word, what is said, how it is said, to whom it is said. The language of diplomacy is carefully scripted. Nothing is left to chance. The ambassador arrives at his or her destination well prepared, well credentialed, and well protected. There is in the world of diplomacy the title kind of a special envoy. An envoy is sent to accomplish a specific task a mission that requires sustained focus and expertise. And so it was that a long time ago, in the days when Augustus was emperor, when Corinthians was governor of Syria, in the city of David called Bethlehem, one night a special envoy from heaven arrived on earth. His mission was simple, To bring us home. You see, we used to live in Eden, a paradise of abundance and harmony, where everything, and it was all good, everything was given to us from the hand of God. We could not have wanted for more in paradise. And yet we were not satisfied in Eden. We wanted more. We wanted paradise to be ours, and if it couldn't be ours, then we wanted to make our own paradise. And so we wandered away from Eden and made a mess of things. It's a long story, but that's the gist of it. We left our home in Eden and ended up in a place called Rome. We built Rome, it was ours, and we were proud of it. We thought we had everything in Rome. We thought we were happy in Rome. But something gnawed at the edges of our thoughts. Something troubled our dreams at night. There was a hole inside ourselves that nothing seemed to fill. Though we had run away from home so long ago, the memory of home never left us. But we didn't know how to find our way back. And so, in the fullness of time, Heaven's envoy arrived. But this was no ordinary ambassador, well prepared, well credentialed, well protected. His entourage consisted of his mother and father, some sheep and cattle, and a few shepherds. Where were his guards, his attendants, his advisors? He had no credentials except his name, Jesus, which means God saves. Where were his letters of introduction, his calling card? all the official documents of diplomacy. And worst of all, he was in no way prepared for his mission. He was a child, a baby. He couldn't speak the language of diplomacy. He couldn't speak any language at all. He was utterly dependent on Mary and Joseph. And yet, the night he was born, All Mary and Joseph could give him was the shelter of their arms. Jesus was born in the Roman Empire, and he was born in Rome, the world we try to make all on our own, a world in which ease, abundance, and, and harmony too often disintegrate into poverty and tyranny. Jesus was born into a world where poverty and tyranny scarred the lives of countless people from the day they were born to the day they died, and Jesus is born today into a world where that is still so. The shelter of loving arms seems a small thing in the face of these miseries, until you remember that on the last day of his mission on earth, Jesus stretched out his loving arms on the cross that everyone might come within reach of his saving embrace. Perhaps he learned that loving, saving gesture from his mother and father while he lay in the manger on that first Christmas. On that first Christmas, God in Christ swept aside the etiquette of diplomacy and all else that stood between earth and heaven. God broke all the rules for you and for me, anything, anything, to bring us home. We're here tonight because we're on our way home. We've come to the stable in Bethlehem. It's still there, you know. We've come to the stable because in it we find our home and our God. G.K. Chesterton, one of the most prolific authors of the 20th century and a most joyful Christian, wrote a poem called The House of Christmas. Here's how it ends. To an open house in the evening, home shall men come. To an older place than Eden, to a taller town than Rome. To the end of the way of the wandering star, to the things that cannot be and that are. To the place where God was homeless and all men. All right, hold cool.
3: As we join the whole creation and celebrate with joy the birth of the Christ child, let us offer prayers to God. To the Lord. Lord, Lord yes, for the leaders of the nations and all in authority, and for peace and justice in this troubled world, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord yes, for the sick and the suffering, for the hungry and oppressed, for those in prison, and for those who suffer from the violence and war. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord Remembering in Thanksgiving, blessed Mary and Joseph and all of the saints, let us commend ourselves and one another to the living God through Jesus Christ. Emmanuel.
1: On the night before he died for us, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread. And when he had given thanks to you, he wrote it, and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this, the remembrance of me. After supper, he took a cup of wine, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for all, for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. Therefore, according to his command, O Father, we remember his death, we proclaim his resurrection, We offer our sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving to you, O Lord of all, presenting to you from your creation this bread and this wine. We pray you, gracious God, to send your Holy Spirit upon these gifts, that they may be the sacrament of the body of Christ and his blood of the new covenant. Unite us to your Son in this sacrifice, that we may be acceptable to Be sanctified by the Holy Spirit. In the fullness of time, put all things in subjection under your Christ, and bring us to that heavenly country, where, with all your saints, we may enter the everlasting heritage of your sons and daughters, through Jesus Christ our Lord, the firstborn of all creation, the head of the church, and the author of our salvation. By him and with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty God, now and forever. And now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Hallelujah. Christ our Passover is sacrificed.